Welcome to Running a Dream, the podcast presented by Luzire Board and co-host Dario Randall. This episode of Running a Dream, the podcast is proudly brought to you by Run Detroit. Run Detroit is Detroit's specialty shop for all things running and walking. Located in the Midtown neighborhood, they provide weekly run groups, track workouts, shoe fittings, and advice for runners and walkers of all levels. Please visit their store located at 441 West Canfield Street, Detroit, Michigan, 48201. And for more information, visit their website at www.run-detroit.com and see why we love Run Detroit. Wow, everyone, this is Lucire Boy, the host of Running a Dream, the podcast, and I'm about to bring to the table my good friend, also main captain of Black Men Run, about to go to the next level and be on the board of Black Men Run. His name is Brian Castleberry, and I want you all to sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Also, our sponsor, Run Detroit. We want to let you all know to go down to Run Detroit. It's in Midtown on Canfield Street over near Wayne State University. Check out the store. Check out the hospitality and the experience in the store. They will get you set up in the right pair of shoes that will, be, that will fit you. Stay tuned. I just want everyone to know that this week starts our first week of our new raffle that's sponsored by Run Detroit Store. This week you can win a 16 ounce Amphipod Hydrophone Handheld Water Bottle and Noon Electrolyte Tablets. What you need to do is go into the Detroit Run Detroit Store to pick these items up. You have to go into Detroit store the first person and say, running the dream, the podcast, and you'll be our first winner on running the dream, the podcast. Just throw that out at you. Hope you all enjoy this raffle. Get to run Detroit store and check it out. And while you're there picking up your your winning items check out whatever else they have in the store you all have a wonderful week talk to you later this is lucire boyd the host of running the dream the podcast it's an awesome morning i mean it's the humidity is down we're sitting here on bellow bellow is part of the Free press marathon when you're getting toward the end. This is mile 21, 22, 23, somewhere up in there. And um, I have with me today uh awesome guy. If you get to know him, he's spectacular. His, his name is Brian Castleberry. He's also over the Detroit chapter of Black Men Run. And I'm passing a guy right now on a track bike. Hey, what's going on, man? Not much. How you doing? What, what race you got going on next? 
there's debates DeVos up in Auburn Hills. Sweet, sweet. How, how many miles is that one? Um, that one's a circuit race, so it goes by time. Okay. It's about an hour. An hour? Yeah. Sweet. That's a sweet bike you got, man. That's those racing wheels on there and stuff. Yeah, this is a time trial bike. Here, let me give you my card. I'm the host of Running the Dream, the podcast. Oh, okay. And you get some time, check it out. We talk about triathletes. Matter of fact, my last episode I just did was a triathlete named Judy yeah. Barnes Mauer. And um, I just talk to everybody in the metro area. And we talk about your run life, your bike life, your yeah. try life, whatever <laughs> kind of exercise life you got. How yeah. you going to recruit on my interview? Good to meet you, you man. Hey man, it's organic. I just be talking natural. <laughs> this right here is an awesome friend of mine. This is Brian Castleberry. He's over the Detroit chapter of Black Men Run. Nice. And I live in Auburn Hills. Oh, dear? Okay. Do. You I know do. what? What size of that? You could have said Gross Point, Dearborn, Taylor. You know, <laughs> yeah, all right. kind of places in Auburn yeah. Hills. See, that's called Divine Connection. Just <laughs> something small like that out of all the metro cities, man. The club does it every year. It's at the end of August. It's, um, it's at like Cross Creek Parkway. It's like uh, office park. What, no, what's that near in Auburn Hills? I've, I've heard um, the name. It's near Chrysler and stuff. I know exactly where you're Yeah, like about. where all those offices okay. are. Yeah. Sweet. We do a lot of races in office parks on the weekends. Okay. So I'm, I'm right there at South Boulevard, not back where that soccer field is, the big soccer stadium or okay. uh, ran up there. Yeah. I'm, I'm right there. Cool, man. So, oh, that's <laughs> awesome, man. What beautiful bike. Thank you. So are, are you starting? You about to start? Yeah, I'm about to go out right How many are you getting in right now? Probably going to do two hours, I think two hours no, he, he don't say distance did you hear that it wasn't no distance about the yeah. time That's what you're yeah, know what i time. love that what's your name again adam adam i'm lucia yeah. your boy man good to meet you man it's uh, good to meet you too yeah. keep in contact like the page man all right yeah i'll check it out I'll be right next time. Yeah. adam sweet <laughs> i like his helmet man that's a sweet helmet he got on <laughs> mm-hmm so Brian, man, this is what it's all about, man. Just, just being organic, enjoying, enjoying life, man. Running, talking, meet new people, just on the spot. Don't care about what people think. Just say what's up. You see exactly, what I'm saying? Exactly. Planting seeds everywhere you go, Lasire. That's what you do. Planting seeds. I like that. I like that. When you plant seeds, what happens? How they grow. We want to get some growth. They grow, but you don't know when they're going to grow, and it always happens when you don't expect it, and it's always in a larger abundance than what we think. Ooh, we absolutely, absolutely. That's called harvest time, yes, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, t so tell me, Brian, what started you running? I want to hear what started you running, and how did you get the umption? or the desire to start Black Men Run Detroit. Tell me about your story, man. Wow, wow. Well, Sire, I've always been a runner. I actually stumbled across running when I was in high school. I uh, didn't really have a good way to release my negative energy. Okay. I just remember one day being really upset and going for a run. Ended up running about three miles. And it was, at the time, I didn't realize what was going on, but it was that runner's high. No doubt. Had a, had a runner's high. Loved the euphoria from it and just started doing it ever since. Never ran any races um, throughout high school, college, anything. Would just do it on my own. Wow. And so um, a couple years ago, I 
fractured my left kneecap and it was during the uh, rehab process that I learned I wouldn't be able to run or do any sort of physical activity for a year and uh, kind of prayed like man I really need to be around some smarter people who can help me with running and it was during that time frame that I learned about Black Men Run. I ran a 5K down in Atlanta, Georgia. That's where my family's from. Okay. And it was there. I saw a lot of the shirts. And I contacted our national co-captain at the time, Dietrich Jackson, who was the captain of the Atlanta chapter at the time, to ask him, well, what, what can I do to create a chapter here? Only to find out that there was one that was already in existence. Interesting. And so I, I uh, went on the Facebook page. And Romero Hardy, I think most of the people who are on this podcast probably know Rome from a various the various running groups. So he was on there just constantly posting. And I reached out to him and uh, asked if he would be open to, you know, doing something with uh, Black Men Run. He said that he was. And then he suggested to reach out to Doug Williams, who's also one of our active members as well. Absolutely. And, you know, God kind of had his way. Um, I end up uh, serving, was blessed with the opportunity to serve as our captain. I've been captain now for just over two years, and uh, Romero and Doug have both served as uh, the co-captains for the group, and and more recently, uh, Daryl Randall, who's been a phenomenal godsend as well, and it's really been through the three of those guys, just the success we've had with our group, so um, I became captain back in July of uh, 2016, uh, 2017, you know, with the luck and fortune that we've had here, we were able to become the uh, chapter of the year, just from the growth that we've had in this area with people like yourself and others. Right. And um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the motto with uh, Black Men Run is, is no man left behind. We're all about a healthy brotherhood. So for those who, who, who don't know, um, we just celebrated our five year anniversary on Thursday. Man, awesome run and, on Thursday. And uh, BMR is unique because it is a national organization, so we have roughly about 45 chapters uh, across the country. We have chapters in London and Paris. It's um, about 6,000 members that are part of the group, and so each chapter has a prospective captain. Um, and then you'll have your uh, national captain and co-captain. And so we we have bi-weekly meetings, and we just use that time to kind of talk about what other groups are doing, other chapters are doing. And it's been through that opportunity I've kind of learned some of the successes and failures of my my, uh, fellow captains. And so I've just tried to apply that here. And I think just from learning from them and being around experienced runners such as yourself and others in the group, I mean, we've had a lot of success within our group. So we have roughly, I must say about 120 members. um, That's part of our our group. for the Detroit chapter? For the Detroit chapter. That's how many we got on the um, books? Detroit, you know, here. And, okay. And again, you know, 6,000, you know, across across the uh, the country here. And so, um, you know, uh, we try to do things to support one another. And so um, we've put together a Midwest race series that we've done with several other uh, Black and Run chapters this year. We've uh, ran races in Milwaukee. I believe in one of your previous podcasts, you interviewed the captain of uh, our Kansas, Kansas City. City. Kansas City. Uh, we chapter. got Milwaukee coming up. We have Milwaukee coming up, and I'm sure there'll be more content that probably comes from that as well. And then um, the finale will be the Detroit Free Press this year in October. So I'm I'm excited. I'm oh, excited about man. I'm excited about the growth. I'm really excited about the community here in Detroit. I mean, I think that 
that again between you and and Justin Craig here who put on a phenomenal event here earlier and just with everything else that we've been able to do just a lot of success so um, and his store Justin Craig's um, he's the owner of Run Detroit he's also the sponsor of um, running the dream which is which is phenomenal right now we just started he just started a sponsorship with us so I think just from from being around so many experienced talented runners some of the dumb things I used to do before I no longer do <laughs> to be to be to be honest you learned the hard way you learned huh? you learned the hard way and then when you, you see know. what you posted then you probably like man what was I doing what was I what was I thinking so my knees are definitely grateful for that <laughs> no doubt no doubt and um and, and so far I mean I've probably since being captain I've ran close to maybe 25 races um a combination of uh, 5k's 10k's and half marathon in two down. years you got in two years man two that's, years. A, that's some good racing and, and these have all been races I've done since my, my knee surgery so I really want to credit you know just being around such an engaging group of people and this is just again you know the group here with Black Men Run plus the greater run community you oh, know God. so I, I want to give a, a, a shout out to you know Steve Wagon from uh, Century Club I want to give a shout out to Doug Curtis and Ken Davenport for downtown Detroit Runners and Walkers I mean I think again you know it's really about supporting one another and our growth wouldn't be what it is now without these groups here, in addition to the greater black run community. Right. And so, um, you know, if I'm going to be a little selfish, again, that's, that's kind of helped me with my run journey. And I like to kind of pay it forward. So, you know, whatever I, I, I learn and receive from other people, I like to kind of plan it back and so, you know, with others. So, again, I'm, I'm grateful for this opportunity. Awesome, awesome. So what what race do you have coming up next? On your You have a marathon coming up, I believe, right? You know what? No, no marathons this year. I uh, just recently got engaged. Oh, congratulations! Um, I, I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, so, I was blessed to be there to see you propose. That's right. You were. You were. Yeah. You were. You were. And it, and it was funny, Lasire, because a lot of the people that were there were really blown away, just looking at you know yourself and some of the other guys within Black Men Run. When I was saying how how old we are how young we are right, right. i think a lot of the uh, other people especially the ladies are really kind of blown away and i said that you know that's really the power of running because it's not just about how you how you exercise it's about how you eat you know sleep and everything else i mean what you put into your body which is more than just the physical as you as you know already and so that's really been a good testimony again to 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 what we to what we do Amen. Yeah, I, I always say it's body, soul, and spirit. You got to take care of the whole man, not just part of the man. You know, I was sometimes I think about like you have certain people that's spiritual. I see people that's very spiritual, but their bodies are jacked up. They won't take care of their body. Or I see right. the opposite: somebody that's body and tops, physical condition, but they don't have a spiritual life. And then, your, you know, your soul, body, spirit, and soul, you got to be able to have great emotions, you know, and not, not be angry and all the time about nothing. Some people, I look at their face and I say, man, they angry about nothing, right? For no now. reason. <laughs> For no reason at all. Man. So, so to answer your, your question, I don't have any full marathons um, scheduled for this year. I, I would like to either run the Chicago or the New York City Marathon oh, for, for 2019. So I'll definitely be, you know, 
talking with you and several others who are going to be listening to this podcast with me for feedback on that. I'm a little, I'm a little nervous, you know. I've, I've never ran a, I've never ran a full marathon before. But the good thing is, is when you have such again a, a good community of people who are willing to kind of share their lessons learned and and takeaways with you, it makes it a lot easier. So I look forward to it. That's that's a natural reaction, you know, to be nervous about running a marathon. I've I've ran 12 of them wow. thus far and every time I run one I'm nervous. I have a butterfly really? at the starting line. Right it's like on the way to the starting line. If we're on a shuttle or bus, whatever's taking us to the starting line usually on these um point to point marathons. I'm usually butterflies in my stomach and I'm saying to myself, oh my goodness. But I've been that way all my life, even when I ran track. I always had butterflies right before the event, but as soon as the gun goes, it all subsides. Goes away. Absolutely, it, it subsides immediately. It's funny, and it's funny how that how that works. So, is a marathon your favorite distance to run? Oh, I love the I love marathons. It's it's just one of them distances where you just have to. It's it's a point in a marathon where you just have to be you focus. You just a, a total focus, and sometimes it gets beyond your body. And it's all about your mind. Mm. It's about, it's really a mind thing because it's a battle of the mind. I would say a marathon, ultra marathons are, are, are battles of the mind where your mind is, is saying, your body's saying stop. And your mind is saying, no, keep going, keep going. Your body's saying, no, I'm tired, I'm tired. And your mind saying, no, you got to keep it moving, keep it moving. And then when you finally get the euphoria at the end, when you get across that finish line and you look back at the whole thing, you say, man, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It might have been bad, but it, it could have been worse. Absolutely. Could have been a lot worse, especially if you train for it. The key in the marathon is is training. You don't want to be under trained. You don't want to hit the what they call the wall at mile 12 or 13 or 14. That could be um, a little damaging to you. I, I can only imagine. So let me let me ask you this. I feel like I'm interviewing you now. On one of your previous podcasts, you mentioned that you ran your first marathon when you were still in high school. Yes, yes. If, if knowing knowing what you know now as an experienced marathon runner with Sire, what would you tell your younger self? I would tell my younger self for what with what I know today, is fueling. Fueling wasn't really a thing that I was taught back in those days. We ran, you probably took some water, but to understand how important carbs are for energy. To, for sustaining your energy throughout a whole marathon and how to fuel while you're running. The, the, the trick I've learned is being able to fuel as you run. Okay. Some people don't fuel, and I've seen it time and time again where I'm in a race, even a half marathon, where I watch people literally just run out of gas. Mm. And they faster than me. I know they faster than me, but they don't understand what I would call the formula. It's a formula to this thing we do running. And if you don't tap into the right formula, you could run, be a real fast runner, and it's kind of like the hare and the tortoise. Okay. That hare is gonna go out real, real fast, but eventually that tortoise is gonna catch up because the tor tortoise is being being constant the whole way. And that tortoise is, that hare is gonna run out of 
gas because it's not fully ready or it's not taking in the fuel that it needs to complete. But you just have to be patient. And as million times as we said it, it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. Mm. And unless you understand pace, you will not endure the race. (laughs) 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 And I I can see that. I know there's been several races that you and I have have, have ran together. And, And one of the things that I can say that's always inspired me is this, whether it's mile two or mile 12, you always have a smile on your face. You're always uplifting the people that are around you. It's been a number of times where I might be grimacing and I'll see you just, you'll smile, you'll nod, and it'll be just enough fuel mentally for me to get me through that race. And I'm sure there are probably countless people who are listening to this podcast who are gonna say the same. Thank you, thank you. That's My whole thing in running is inspiration and motivation just like this podcast it's all about inspiration motivation and to keep people doing what they doing or to get started doing it but when when I'm in a race and I see somebody and I'm passing them the, the key thing to do and I can tell that they're tired especially near the end of a end of a marathon it is so many people about to fall out I've seen people literally on the ground with IV in their vein because wow. they're dehydrated, especially like last Chicago Marathon. There were so many people because it was so hot. Usually that time of year in October, it's supposed to be in the 40s, but it was in the high 70s and 80s, which nobody was ready for. It was an odd day. So if you didn't feel correctly and hydration, 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 is so key throughout that whole 26.2 miles that if you didn't hydrate up to mile, say 15 or 16, it's no catching up in mm. hydration. <clears throat> that your body need to be poked like a like a orange the whole entire race. If you decide that you wanna go and not stop at a water station because you're not thirsty always remember to drink when you're not thirsty that's the key because when you get thirsty it's too late Mm. thank you for sharing that nugget wow wow and that's why I plant water you did say that earlier I don't know if you said it on the, on the podcast, but you did mention that to us earlier during the uh, during the race. I'm going to follow that. I'm going to copy with pride, LaSire. <laughs> <laughs> For all those that don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about planting waters. Sometimes I'll go on a route and I'll go around the whole route and plant little mm-hmm. bottles of water. So when I get to a specific mile, I'm literally... In my head, while I'm running, I'm focused on getting to that particular mile so I can get to that bottle of water and get that refreshing frozen bottle of water that I had in my freezer the night before so I can enjoy that. And then when I enjoy it, I I focus on getting to the next bottle of water. Mm. So that makes the run so much easier to do. Always something to keep you going. Keep you going. Always keep keep something in front of you. It's it's like I've if if you ever notice I've all I'm I'm always signed up for a race. 
it's 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 not a race that I'm that you can come up to me and say, hey, Lou Sire, did you what, what race you got coming up next? If you hear me say, I um, I don't have anything on the table, I haven't signed up for anything. Something's wrong. Y'all need to pray for me because something is really going wrong. I always keep a race on the table. It's always a race on the table because that's my, should I say, my point that I'm aiming at next. Mm. I'm trying to get to that next point in life. And in order for me to get to that point, I know it's going to keep me exercising, keep me running. I always keep a goal in front of you, not behind you. I can't be talking about, yeah, I did my first marathon, 1985, and, and that's the last marathon I done did. Absolutely. I got to be talking about my next race in front of me. And, and, it, and it's funny that, I mean, how things work because, as I mentioned to you earlier, this is the exposure I didn't have when I ran previously. Right, And right. so, you know, it's, uh, again, I, I'm thankful for the opportunity to be the captain for Black Men Run because had I not been blessed with this opportunity, we wouldn't be talking today. Right, no and, doubt. And just no the doubt. countless knowledge that myself and even others are going to benefit from because of, you know, what we're, what we're doing. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I've, I've learned so many different things in the running game, like stretching. And this is stuff I learned when I was running one-on-one. I stretch before you run, stretch after you run. There are so many times where I don't do that. And in my head, I say to myself, dang, I didn't stretch. That, that stretching would take so many seconds off of your pace, off of your run. And that's because your muscles are getting tighter and tighter and tighter and shorter and shorter and shorter. When mm. you stretch them, they last longer. Now, I know a lot of people don't stretch at all, but I promise you, if you start stretching your legs and getting more, um, being more stretchable, I promise you, you'll be able to go a lot further and hold the pace a lot longer. I can, I can definitely, definitely see that. And it's, and it's, it's funny that you mention that because our fellow, uh, Black Middle Run runner and co-captain and producer of the show here, uh, Brother Randall, Darrell Randall, that was, I think, the biggest nugget for me from him okay. was the importance of stretching and in particular foam rolling and yoga. I, that was something I never considered doing prior to his presence for me. And just how you're kind of speaking about, you know, planning and having the water and the importance of hydrating and fueling when you run, the importance of being able to stretch and foam roll and really keep yourself flexible too, because if you don't, Longevity does not work in your favor. If you don't Absolutely, do and injury. You can have more. You're more prone to injury when you don't stretch. A lot of people don't understand that either. You can get a lot of muscles that are that is be strained and stuff like that because you haven't stretched them. You shocked them. You started running, but you didn't. You didn't warm up your muscles. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> this is something. This is this is this is something. Oh yeah, it's it's all, it's all part of the run game. It's so much it's so much involved in it. Especially the rolling. The rolling thing is is something I never even when when I learned about rolling, oh my goodness. And then when I learned about the R8 roller, 
<laughs> yes, yes. That's a whole nother level right there of of getting deep into those tissue muscles and um and getting that lactic acid out of. Cause that's all we fight. And you want to know the truth about the matter? All those in my listening audience, we just fighting lactic acid. If we didn't get lactic acid, there's a few runners in this world that do not get lactic acid, and they could run a marathon every day because they do not get lactic acid in their legs. Wow. If you didn't get lactic acid, you can run forever. Wow. I'm, 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 I understand that because there's a certain point in my cardio. It's, it's not that when I'm race, when I'm racing a long run, it's not that I'm physically exhausted in my cardio. No, my legs are, are spent. <laughs> That's yes. what's going on. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. That's good to know. That's 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 good to know. But but again, you know, um, it's this information that I'm very grateful for. Um, I think that the running community has been has always been extremely positive, always been encouraging, and some of the most humble people are the ones that are out here. That are crushing all these races and I think that a lot of folks and, and, and it was no exception with me that was very intimidated at first as far as having these conversations I remember meeting you a couple years ago at a downtown Detroit runners and walkers uh, group I think we were in Ferndale at the time and, and right, it was right. uh, Romero Hardy I think who mentioned to me um, you, you need to meet you need to meet Lesire Boyd and, and again you, you have a very infectious you know personality and just tons of wisdom Thank I mean, like I said, I've, I've learned so much, I mean, from you and just the, the countless others, I mean, that are here. And that's what we're about. I mean, the, the group Black Men Run, we're about, you know, accountability. We're about moderation and we're about consistency. Absolutely. And I think that as more and more people start to see us present at a lot of these races, it just it creates more of a buzz to get more people involved and exposed to running. Absolutely. And, um, and, and again, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for... People like yourself and, you know, uh, Daryl Randall and the countless others that have poured into me. So if there's anything, I mean, for me, LaSire, there's an obligation to want to pay it forward. You know, I kind of look at this as being a steward. You know, um, you know, we God has given us one body. He's given us one life. So each one teach one, each one teach one, each one teach one. So I take it. I take it very serious. I take it very seriously. So. You know, um, we've had a lot, a lot, a lot of success here. You know, in, in Detroit, as I said, that you know, we've we've been around for three years. Um, our first year, you know, we were were pretty much non-existent. Um, year two, you know, we were blessed to um, be awarded with the chapter of the year across all of our fellow uh, Black Men Run chapters. Um, um, I think the the team here knows, but I'll, I'll be kind of stepping down as captain here of the uh, group to be a part of the board of directors for for black men run and to continue to expand you know what it is that we're doing here in detroit at a greater capacity for black men run so i I look i look forward to it um what will again we'll have a lot of people here for the free press um here in, in october and uh yeah i'm just excited i mean for what for what's in store for us and and what's in store for this community of detroit and what's in store especially for more and more African Americans who just can really benefit from running Absolutely. and fitness. No doubt, that's that's what's needed. Just benefiting from running, getting your health together. It's all about the health, everybody. Your health is so important. Your wealth does not equal 
nothing near your health. I promise you. I always said that um, Stephen is a Jobs who owned Microsoft at the time. He had a condition where he was deteriorating. And I'm sure he would give his money to any one of you that's healthy out there to be still here today. And that, that right there, when I, when I saw that, I said to myself, you know what? I got to keep my health up. My biggest wealth in this life is my health. And I look at my dad. My dad's 88. He'll be 89 in two months. And I say he's got an awesome health. And it's because of, a lot of it's because of his diet and the exercise he did as a young man in his okay. 30s and 40s. That's, that's the seeds that you was talking about being sown. Definitely. And they've, they've grown and paid off in his later years where I can tell, I can see that he's outlived all of his friends. Wow. You know, all his friends, he's outlived them that he grew up with. All the ones when I was a little kid that slowly, I remember funerals, all these different years of all of his friends passing. And my dad's still here. He even, out, he even outlived my mother. Mm. And a lot of it was because of his, his health decisions. Okay. Now, was your, was your father a runner? My father was not a runner. My father's, his, his health, he doesn't eat pork. That was a key thing is to eat healthy. So you are what you eat, he always said. You put in what you, input, output. What you put in, that's what you get out. Absolutely. Ab ab absolutely. And that's, that's very key. But when you're young and you're having fun and you're eating all the potato chips and you're eating all this, you know, your ribs and everything on a consistent basis and you're not exercising, to flesh all that out it's it's a double trouble <laughs> definitely 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 I mean, if you if you're not going to eat healthy people at least exercise if you're not going to exercise at least eat healthy pick one <laughs> <laughs> it's only fair and what's and what's interesting Lesire, is is i feel like now that i've committed myself to a life of of, of running and just really staying in shape that it's changed hobby Yes. You know, I still yes. have my cheat days. I'm not gonna right, lie. Right. Lie, ain't lie, lie, ain't lie about wrong that. with that. But I, I know that if I, if I, if I, eat, if I eat, I love sweets. Ah. So if I eat that donut, I just know that I have to run a mile to burn off every hundred calories. So is it worth it? Wow, it's a mile per hundred calories for for, for 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 my composition. Okay. Every mile that I run, it burns off a hundred calories. Mm, mm, mm. And when I think about that, how many calories in a in a in a uh, what you say a Hostess cupcake, <laughs> a Krispy Kreme donut? Ooh, it's probably ooh, a half marathon right there. Oh my goodness, I love Krispy Kremes. Why they gotta melt in your mouth and you gotta eat another one? You know what I'm no, saying? I, Why, they should be like thicker, like some thick cakes, so they wouldn't you wouldn't eat as much, but they melt in your mouth. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Exactly. Exactly. Ooh, but but uh. But yeah, just I mean, just from 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 running, I mean, it's it's really changed, um, transformed, transformed the way the way that I think, and and I feel like you know it's it's a lifelong commitment, and I'm always learning from somebody, and so even with you, I know you've recently kind of changed your eating habits, and you no longer eat meat. 
Right. I, I brought fish back into my diet. Okay. Seafood, okay. basically. And uh, it's, I, I don't feel any difference. And, and I know I know that. I know there's an inner difference. Sometimes it's not based on your feeling, you know, but it's based on knowing what stuff can do to you. Okay. So. So what sort of for you? What sort of change have you seen in your your fitness, your physical fitness, by changing your eating habits, eating less meat in particular? The truth be told, using the bathroom, I think I use the bathroom more. <laughs> my last, my marathon I did in um, Vegas, man, I understand why some people don't like running marathons now because they have to stop and use the bathroom because they they got a stronger flow. Okay. So it's like you, you're trying to find a sweet spot. Like, okay, I've not exactly figured out. Okay, what can I eat? What what should I eat or not eat? Before I run a marathon, you know what I'm saying? Definitely, definitely. But it's all good. It's it's a um, it's something being created, learning how to do it as I go. I'm not I'm not really concerned about it because I'm just enjoying it, enjoying the run life. Now some marathoners they'll use the bathroom while they running and keep running. Nah, not me. I'm gonna stop at that porta potty. <laughs> Maybe unless you're going to BQ. Ew. If I BQ, yeah. When I BQ, should I say. I'm going to have to invent some kind of... <laughs> I, I hear you. I'm going to have to wear some Depends that day. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, dang, what's going on with him? He got that extra lump going down. <laughs> like a diaper. <laughs> I think we'll all know, too. I think we'll all, we'll all, we'll all know. Oh my goodness. Y'all forgive me, my listening audience. I'm just having a little fun being Lucire. Y'all know how I roll. But this is awesome. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Anything, Brian? It's on your heart. Man, I, I think uh, nothing Nothing comes to mind now. I mean, you know, okay. if, if anything, I just want to I just want to encourage more people to think about the people around you and and uh, you know what we can do to entice more people to just to change what they're doing as far as adding more, more life to them. I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of people. Who, more movement. More, more, more movement. More, more, more movement. I take mean, a, take was, take your friend. Take your take somebody for a walk. Say hey, let's go for a walk. Go go for a walk. If you're walking, go for a jog. If you're jogging, go for a run. Um, you know, you've come out to a couple of our group runs recently. We've uh, I've, my fiance and I and our kids. We've recently joined a new church. And uh, the new church that we are at, had a, they have a healthy living ministry. Um, they have their own garden that they have in Southfield, and and uh, they do a lot as far as eating healthy. As oh, far that's as, amazing! As, 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 uh, you know, eating healthy. They have their own garden. Rest. Yeah, there's a there's an area in Southfield near the Southfield Civic Center <clears throat> where people can actually purchase plots of land to plant. And so my my church has invested into. Um, some of the property there, so they have their own garden. That's nice. That's real and, good. Uh, but so, so when, when, when we joined, when we joined the church, you know, I wanted to somehow incorporate, you know, running and just physical fitness into, you know, my church ministry. And so, as you've noticed, that the last couple of group runs, we've had a number of people from my church that's come out. And that's so that's, I've, that's uh, awesome. I've uh, approached our ministry leader, the health and, ministry, and they've been open to to uh, to doing that. And, and 
and uh, it's, it's been a great blessing I think to a lot of the ladies in particular that, that, that have come out you know a number of them have either you know been former runners that just haven't been able or inspired to come back to run and I think just by being around people like Lesire and Daryl and, and others from from the uh, group they've been encouraged to come back and run That's so stuff true. like that I mean I, I tell people all the time you know this already you know the community is always watching what we do and, and 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 again I mean I wouldn't be where I am if it was for people like you so I just I just really encourage more people just to kind of realize that when we are doing our training runs when we're running with our prospective groups when we're at these different races that we all support and so the race that we did here today was the Emotep and I think their their desire is to really advocate for people to consider being organ donors and there were a number of people that I met earlier today I ran the 10k um, today and it was a training run for me so I wasn't trying to go for any mails or anything but but um, you know, I just wanted to really sow positive words and affirmations to the people around me, and so awesome. yeah, I just encourage more people to do that. That's and um, you know, I thank you for allowing me to be on the show. I've heard several of your your podcasts previously. I usually listen to them when I'm driving to work. I have about an hour and ten minute drive each way from work, so it gives okay. me a chance to really consume a lot of uh, a lot of podcasts. And so this is definitely one of my one of my favorites, and I, I will continue to instill that for the people around here as well as the larger you know BMR or Blackburn Run community too so thank you for what you're doing Lesire. Uh pleasure's mine pleasure's mine thank you for being on the show Brian I, Absolutely, I appreciate you you're a big inspiration to the Detroit community and looking forward to what we're going to be doing in the future and, and I speak I would love to come back here I think um, a little later maybe do another another podcast you know, as far as um, just some of the other initiatives that Black New Run is, is is doing, so okay, I think that you know we can what, always in store. We can always do another another episode. That's no problem. But I, I look forward to it. Well, thank you for coming on the show. This is this is an awesome day for all those that's wondering where I'm at. I'm, I'm we're over here on Belisle. We're right near the back stretch of mile 20 I would say 22 of the Detroit Free Press Marathon when they have the marathon over here we're, we're over near the casino and it's a, it's just a beautiful day with a beautiful breeze and everybody's just enjoying living the dream today all around us you can see people starting their picnics and everything and family reunions are about to begin because it's a Saturday, it's if, summer if I, Saturday. If I added one more thing, um, what, I, what I would share with the community here who's listening to this podcast is that we do have weekly runs. Um, we run on Wednesday evenings at 6 o'clock. We've been meeting at the Oak Park High School in front of the track. Absolutely. It's open to, to anybody, um, you know, kids, ladies, men, regardless of wherever you are in your health journey and your running journey. And then... Uh, the producer of the show and uh, fellow co-captain Daryl Randall also leads our Saturday group runs here in downtown Detroit. And I believe they're going to alternate um, between um, the MGM Casino, the Motor City Casino, and down at Greektown. So I would be remiss not to say that on, on the uh, on the show. And I believe those are at 11 o'clock. So. Awesome, awesome. I'm glad you put that information out. Absolutely. And you can also go to the page on Facebook and like the page and get more information on Black Men Run. Thank you again, man. It's been a pleasure. Hey, pleasure's all mine. This is another episode of Running a Dream. 
and I am your host, Lucire Boyd. And remember, God loves you, and I do too. Ditto.